Constellation. 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 Welcome to Pretty Intuitive Podcast, an inclusive podcast that embraces the human experience through a spiritual lens, while also uplifting BIPOC, LGBTQIA, plus, and neurodivergent voices. I'm Nike Oreya, a creative, intuitive, and self-empowerment catalyst who helps connect humans to their intuitive gifts and embrace the magic of being themselves. I work with goddesses, archetypes, and ancestors to propel you to be brave in expressing and affirming your authentic self in your everyday life. Welcome to this potent space. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Pretty Intuitive Podcast. I'm your host, Nike. So glad that we're connecting in this sacred space. And I'm super excited about this topic. Um, Before we dive in, though, I want to talk about a couple of announcements. Number one, my Patreon is now live. Woohoo! The Pretty Intuitive Patreon has so many goodies on there. There's three different tiers, Baby Intuitive, Pretty Intuitive, and Unconditionally Intuitive. And... Some of my favorite things to do are within the Patreon, one being a goddess channeling session. The last goddess I channeled was Aphrodite, and she had such amazing insights, and also the ancestral healing um, circle. The goddess channeling session is actually this week, this Thursday. I don't know the goddess yet, but it will be announced on social media. Um... Or maybe I'll add it in. She just hasn't presented herself yet. But yes, if you are interested, come, come, come sign up. You're probably, it's probably the best time to sign up right in the beginning of Patreon too, because there's only now two patrons that we have. Woot, woot. So um, you'll probably have more time and space to ask any questions that are coming up. So check out the Patreon. The link is down below. Also, alongside that, I now have an ancestral healer archetype quiz that's on my website where you could tap into which ancestral healer you are, which archetype you are, what are you meant to connect to in this lifetime and help heal your lineage. So, check out the quiz on my website if you go to www.nikeoria.com, it pops right up. Or you could just kick the beacons um, link down below in the show notes and you can also connect in that way. But I'm so excited about this quiz. I really channeled it out just to really kind of connected to the different archetypes because there's different work for each of us to do. And when we align with the archetype that we are meant to connect to in this lifetime, it makes the ancestral healing more intentional and honestly, it helps navigate the process easier. So check that out. All my links are down below and yeah. Okay, now let's tap into this topic. But before I do that, I need to take a nice deep breath in and deep breath out. Y'all, I have not been breathing. Apparently, it's because of stress. I hold my breath a lot. And so that's also why you hear like sniffling sometimes, I feel like, when I'm recording 
right now, even like as I'm talking, I'm not breathing. I just don't know how to breathe and talk at the same time. Is it just me? Is that a normal thing? But I went to the doctor and they were like, oh, it's stress. <laughs> so let me just breathe. Okay, perfect. So today we're talking about boundaries and I have a beautiful quote that really inspired this episode for today by Bene Brown. I'm Brené Bound. I'm pretty sure it's Brené Brown. <laughs> Can't speak. Brené Brown. <laughs> I saw this um quote floating around on social media a couple of times and so I was like, okay, you need to take notes. It says, daring to set boundaries is about having the courage to love ourselves, even when we risk disappointing others. And oh my goodness, if that doesn't tap into the people pleasing and the self-sabotage and the inner child work and healing that we talk about, I don't know what does. Because yes, I feel like a lot of the healing that we tap into, there is this element of this risk of disappointing others when we shift and when we grow and when we set boundaries. And I really want to talk about the importance of setting boundaries. And if you have difficulty with doing so, some ways that can help support you because boundary setting is so, so, so important. I think a part of the paradigm, especially if you, depending on your positionality in society, is a lot of us were taught to not have boundaries in order to be flexible and accommodating towards others and so within that though it could be very exhausting and it can be also very emotionally draining and so for example I'm someone who does have like strong boundaries in some regards but in other regards I've noticed that my boundaries are not as strong um just based on different programming that I grew up with and so I think sometimes too we think that these things are linear or that they're so consistent throughout our healing or throughout our human experience right like if you have strong boundaries you have strong boundaries everywhere and if you have weak boundaries you have weak boundaries everywhere it could definitely be a give and take it could definitely be in some areas in your life you have strong boundaries in others areas you don't and if anything, it's just what can you set in order to allow things to be more sustainable for you so you not, you're not feeling exhausted and depleted from this flexibility that's enforced just because we don't want to disappoint those who are around us. So this is your, this is your, your invitation to create boundaries in your life that are in alignment with who you want to become and that help support you and nurture you, not deplete you. And this is also, I think, boundary work is a huge, huge component of self-empowerment. It's again, like the quote said, um, having the courage to love yourself even with the risk of disappointing others. And a lot of us don't choose ourselves. We do choose the other. We would rather not disappoint others we rather disappoint ourselves than disappoint others and that's not how it should be because we are the ones who have to live within ourselves and when we disappoint ourselves and we put 
others before us and we kind of dismiss our own needs and wants, it's going to be hard for ourselves to trust ourselves. It's going to be hard for us to have a really solid relationship with ourselves, to really feel empowered within ourselves. And so that's also the case with, you know, having boundaries, but not enforcing them. Oftentimes we have an idea of like, I don't like this thing when this happens. I want to set a boundary around this. And then when someone crosses that boundary, we don't stand up for our boundary. We don't stand up for ourselves. And then that also makes it really hard to trust ourselves and to really empower ourselves. And knowing your boundaries, setting them, and then enforcing them taps into that self-love and that self-empowerment where you get to decide what is and is not acceptable in your life and what is in alignment with who you want to be and what you want to present out. Because you are allowed to have autonomy over your life. You're allowed to have a voice. You're allowed to have a say of what you want to create in your reality. And you're allowed to speak up and stand up for yourself. And that's the spirituality of boundary work and boundary setting. You're allowed to take up space. Boundaries are a way for... Boundaries are a way for you to declare what is acceptable and what's not and how others should treat you or not treat you. And it's not going to be easy. (laughs) I find myself in this space where even this is like, this is some healing I have to do around boundaries where I know my own boundaries, but it's not always projected out as if I know them. And so when someone crosses the boundary, I stand up for myself and they're in shock because they didn't know I had the boundary in the first place. And it could be really, really taxing on you. It could be mentally draining if you're like thinking, I need to confront this person because they just cross a boundary and it might be easier to just ignore it. But what, if you are doing that, what are you again relying to yourself? What are you telling yourself about how much you value nurturing and protecting yourself and creating a safe space for yourself? Because that's also going to be a reflection of how people interact with you. If you don't take your boundaries seriously, how are other people going to take your boundaries seriously? If you don't set boundaries that center your self-care, other people won't center your self-care. And we often cross boundaries with ourselves as well. We set intentions of, I'm going to start journaling more. And then as soon as it comes to journal, we do something else. We dismiss it. We make an excuse to do something else. Even small things like that, if you disregard your needs and your boundaries, others are most likely to do the same and you're most likely to let them do it without standing up for yourself. I think also what's important to note about boundary work and our relationship with boundaries is if you're on the other side and it's really hard for you to respect other people's boundaries, Oftentimes we don't talk about that, right? We talk more about in the position of like, other people are doing this thing to me. But what happens when you also have the 
issue of respecting others people's boundaries it's almost like that codependency of I know they set this boundary and it's really hard for me to navigate it and to respect it because I am seeking something from that person and because I want them to give them give me something without realizing that the something that you need and what you're trying to cross the boundary for is what you need to give yourself as well. And so boundaries are so intricate and simple at the same time. They're a declaration about something that you need, a support that you need, yet they kind of tap into the depths of your healing and your soul. The boundary that you have might be different than a boundary that someone else has is, but your boundaries reflect what you need and it kind of stems from either the trauma that has occurred or the wounds that are healing. So our boundaries are, again, a way to kind of declare what we need from the world in order to feel safe, nurtured, and to protect our peace so we are able to heal. If we don't set those boundaries allowing us to protect our peace, it's going to be harder to heal. A more collective understanding of this is like closed practices versus open practices. So closed practices are practices that um, a group of people, like a cultural group, an ethnicity, um, a dysphoria, a group of people who have decided that usually it's like the religious or, or um, spiritual practices are closed and other people who are not a part of that lineage or um, who are not initiated into the um the practice are not allowed to just openly use those practices and those teachings. And so that kind of triggers a lot of people because, you know, the, the, the humans of the lineage, the group, the cultural group have set a strict boundary of like, no one else can participate in this. Um, if they're not this, this, and this, and people get triggered by that because they're like, oh, it's gatekeeping or you're not, you're not allowing me to freely decide what I can do and what I can use and what I can participate in without realizing that usually closed practices and that boundary is set for not only that group to preserve the culture and the practices and the spirituality, but also for them to heal in peace because Boundaries are set, again, for like a, your own healing container. And it, it's probably because there are some wounds that are there. And especially with a lot of closed practices, especially when we talk about spirituality, a lot of people's spiritualities, especially BIPOC spiritualities, were demonized and pillaged from and taken from and exploited. And so these communities, these groups, these lineages have decided to close the practice in order to keep it sacred and to ground it back into healing and to ground it back into peace and do it in peace and so if we don't allow people to do that it really just prolongs the pain and the trauma and the hurt and that can also apply to our own boundaries if we allowed something to consistently disrespect our boundaries whether they're, they're conscious of it or not 
it's going to be harder for us to heal the aspects of selves that needed that boundary, that asked for that boundary. And it doesn't even matter if someone consciously knows our boundaries. If anything, because people can cross your boundaries all the time, right? We can't control people. We can't control their actions. But it's if we're willing or not to accept when they cross it, to accept when they disrespect our boundaries, are we willing to just let it happen and pass and not confront it and not set another boundary or are we willing to stand up for ourselves and declare what we need and declare and command the respect that we deserve it's so interesting because boundary work is actually so intimidating and it's a huge part of roots and shadow work It's really digging into your soul and seeing what you truly need and then telling people who cannot accommodate that, no. And it's so hard to say no, especially to others. But when we set our boundaries, and we nurture them, and we protect ourselves, and we create that healing container, we grow and we evolve, and our boundaries shift as well. Just like closed practices. Closed practices aren't closed forever, and open practices aren't closed, or, or aren't open forever. You give yourself what you need in the moment, right? You meet yourself where you're at. And since we are always growing, our boundaries are going to grow. Since we're always shifting, our boundaries are going to shift. But you first need to meet yourself where you're at. You need to allow yourself to fully heal and to take up that space. We're so afraid to take up space, especially when it comes to our healing. We want to do it in the corner. We want to do it in a small contained way, but healing is meant to be loud. It's meant to be explosive. It's meant to be messy because we need to get to the root of it all. And it takes a lot of digging. It's like if you have a plant and that plant is a beautiful plant and the roots are grounded in and then there's decaying roots. You literally have to dig up the dirt that dirt that was flat, you need to dig it up. You need to move it around. The plant's leaves might get a little bit dirty from the dirt moving. The roots might get a little tangled, but you have to dig it out in order to nurture the root back to health. And it gets a little messy. But that's also how the plant is gonna grow once you are able to stop that root from rotting and to nurture it and give it the nutrients that it needs instead of allowing it from to die from the inside and just like the plant you deserve to be nurtured and seen and to be watered and to be basking in the sun and to take up space you it's your birthright as a human being it's your birthright 
And when you take up space, you create more space for things to come in. You create more space for abundance. You can't yield in abundance if you're playing small. You can't yield in abundance if you're not taking up space. It's not a vibrational match to be small and then want to yield in something massive. And setting boundaries and taking up that space allows you to yield in big yeses and big abundance and big alignment and big opportunity. It allows you to really call in what the thing intuitively that comes to mind is calling your tribe, like calling the people who aren't afraid to that to see you shift and grow, to call in the people who will respect your boundaries, who will apologize once they cross a boundary, who will help nurture you and you will do the same. You will respect their boundaries and you'll want to respect their boundaries and you'll want to see them shift and grow. You'll want to nurture them as well. And setting boundaries isn't just about saying no. It's not just about saying, this is my boundary, you can't cross it. It's not just about being confrontational. It's also about saying yes to the things that make you happy and saying yes to the things that show your self-worth and that center your self-care and your self-love. It's saying yes to yourself. It's saying yes to trusting yourself and to supporting yourself and to nurturing yourself. It's saying yes to you, knowing that you're deserving of having a creative centered healing sacred space fueled by your healing in order to match up to your peace so i ask you today are you ready to take up the space that you deserve are you ready to yield big to take up space in order to say yes to massive things entering the space that you've created because I certainly am (sighs) thank y'all so much for connecting with me in this potent space and I'm so 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 glad to just be connecting with you vibrationally as well and for allowing for you allowing me to take up this space too. So I'm just immensely grateful and immensely, immensely thankful. Once again, I just want to remind you about the Goddess Channeling Circle that is this Thursday. It's through Patreon. The link is down below. Also, check out my ancestral healing archetype quiz that taps into what ancestral healing archetype you are and what is in alignment with the healing that you do um, to combat generational traumas and cycles and to break the chains of ancestral wounding. And Oh, if you would like to support me and the show, please, 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 please leave a rating and review on iTunes. It helps me so, so, so much. And it also helps other people uh, find the podcast. 
And lastly, if you haven't already, please join the Pretty Intuitive um, Facebook group on Facebook, <laughs> where there's many pretty intuitives and we talk about all things healing, any questions or any ponderings or synchronicities that are going up. So check it out. Um, again, all the links should be in the show notes. Okay, y'all. I love you all so much. Thanks for connecting. And until next time, stay pretty intuitive. Bye. Thank you so much for listening and co-creating in this intentional space. If you would like to support the show, please leave us a review on iTunes. Special thanks to Cutter for allowing us to use this I Am remix on the podcast.